0: Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, the 23rd of November. Flyers back in action tonight. They are in DC to take on the Caps, a team that over the last ten games has an identical record to the Flyers. It's not one you want to have an identical record on. Two six and two over their last ten are the Flyers. Two six and two are the Caps. Caps have lost four straight. Flyers have lost seven straight. Here's who the Caps have lost to. 6-3 on the road against Tampa. 5-2 on the road against Florida. Two good teams. Uh, on the road against the St. Louis Blues, a 5-4 shootout loss. And against Colorado, they lost 4-0 in D.C. That game was on Saturday. So it's the Flyers and the Caps tonight at 7-30 in Washington. When you look at the numbers for the Washington Capitals, they're actually below the Flyers in the standings. Flyers are in the sixth spot in the Metropolitan Division through 19 games with 18 points. The Caps through 20 games have 17 points, two up on the Columbus Blue Jackets. And when you look at the Caps, you always think of power play when it comes to the Caps because of Alexander Ovechkin, right? He's a guy that sits in that one spot all the time. You know where he's going to be. Just good luck stopping that one-time shot. Now, they've been missing some guys. They're a team that is aging, but can they recover and can they be one of those teams that makes a surge and gets into the playoffs. They're very likely, obviously, not to be in playoff position come American Thanksgiving, and that's usually a line of demarcation of if you're not, 80% of the time, you will not make the playoffs. If you are, 80% of the time, you will make the playoffs. But power play, Washington 23rd in the league right now at 18.9%. I can't remember a time when they only had, well, were 23rd in the NHL on power play. When you look inside the statistical leaders of the Caps, no surprise here, Ovechkin leading the way. Through 20 games, 9 goals, 8 assists, 17 points, but a minus 14 in over 21 minutes per game, 2101. Now, he has scored 5 of his goals on the power play. He's got four power play assists, so 9 of his points Coming on the man advantage. Dylan Strom, uh, an acquisition they picked up in the offseason, five goals, 10 assists for 15 points is second. And then Evgesny Kuznetsov, uh, through 19 games, has two goals, 12 assists, and 14 points. So the Caps and the Flyers tonight. What about the goaltending in in Washington? That's been an issue. They've moved on from Ilya Samsonov in the offseason. They've got Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. Kemper's Shouldered the most games this year, 15 games, a record of 5-9-1 at 2-8-3, goals against average, and a 907 save percentage. So the Caps, not the team that we've been accustomed to over the last couple of years, uh, but Flyers and Caps both looking to end a losing skid or a winless skid coming up tonight. One team will tack another loss on, one team will end their skid, and might as well be the Flyers coming up tonight. You know, the other day, I think it was in Sunday's episode, I asked the question about the Flyers, you know, all these injuries, it's bananas. TK out now, Scott Lawton, going to be out a couple weeks, connecting probably three, four weeks. James Van Riemsdyk's still a little bit away, six weeks from his surgery date, which I believe was on October 27th. We know about Couturier. We know about Atkinson. Hopefully he can get back soon as well. But five forwards that would be in your top six are all out. And we asked the question about effort and about, giving an honest effort and would that be enough for you as a fan in this year knowing that a they don't have a high-end talent they don't have a 40 goal scorer or a super dynamic player b that it's year one of torts and it's a lot of finding out who's part of the solution who's part of the problem and c that hey look with all these injuries that's part of the equation so I got some responses to the question of, is effort enough for you? And we start out with a Joseph DeAngelis. He says, hi, Jason. Uh, thanks for all you do. I really enjoy your Flyers Daily Podcast and your Stick to Hockey Podcast. Um, yeah, I grew up in the Boston area. As a Flyer fan who grew up in the Boston, as a Flyer fan who has grown up and still lives in the Boston area, you keep me connected to the team, and I'm eternally grateful to you for that. Thank you. Um, He said, regarding your question, yes, effort, growth in the young players and proper evaluation is enough for me this season and frankly is long overdue with this franchise. The Flyers need top end talent and agree with Chuck Fletcher that the best way to do this is to draft high in the draft, especially in a deep draft this season, as this one apparently is. He said, I've been watching Cutter Gauthier this season at Boston College and I like what I see, though he is a winger, not a center. Flyers have said they want to make him a center. We'll see if that comes to fruition. He said the Flyers need to get a player like Bedard or Fantilli this offseason and grow a team around these two players. The long-term view and this is what I'm looking for this franchise to execute. So this season is about figuring out who is part of the solution and then augmenting that base with high-end talent that can develop together under torts. Anything less, in my opinion, Would be an absolute failure. Warmest regards, Joe D. Thanks for the email, Joe. You can email me at jason.mertitus, M-Y-R-T-E-T-U-S, at gmail.com. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, this season is about, with this draft that's coming, we know that it is highly regarded. It is deep. It is one that's got a couple players at the top. Bedard, certainly the number one at the top, is a super dynamic player. Fantilli. Michoff, there there's other ones there as well. I don't think as good as Bedard, but um, certainly one where you, if if you're going to have a bad year, it's a good time to do it. I'm not saying tank. I'm not a tank guy, but they do need high end talent. And so far this season, even the game on Monday night that they lost at home against Calgary, you know they ended up losing five to two. There's two empty net goals in there, and even though it was a you know, not the most exciting game, or uh, you know, teams with tons of energy going at it. They still battled, and I thought they gave an honest effort. So thanks for your note, Joe. I appreciate it. Hope you have a good holiday up there in the Boston area. Let's get to one that came via DM on Twitter, and this comes from uh, at Puck Therapy. I wish I knew your first name, buddy, because um, you DM me and message me a lot, but I don't know your first name. I always call you Puck Therapy. But anyway, here's what Puck Therapy. Has uh, sent me. He said, "On your podcast, you mentioned the question is just working hard enough to satisfy you this year or something close." I think the reason fans said they'd be satisfied by that is it's the only reasonable goal to have based on the roster they could ice this year with Couturier and Ellis out. Fans had no illusion that this team could be a contender, so they're willing to accept hard work as an end goal. For me, that's a nice start, but you have to show the fans what your plan is to actually turn this team into a winner and it can't be just re-signing Travis Sanheim or pumping the tires of guys who, to this point, haven't grown into consistent players. He said there are young guys, fans can get behind like Tippett and Cates, etc., but the organization has to show the fans how they can get from hard work to contention, and that means clearing out dead weight, moving cap space, drafting well, and bringing in guys that bring excitement to the table. For me, that's what we have to see because While hard work certainly looks and feels better than a lineup that rolls over and plays dead, without adding talent to the recipe, the ceiling of this team feels like it's tied to whether or not spectacular goaltending every night. I'm not a hater or a pessimist. I just want the team to address their needs and move forward because it's beyond time. Thanks and have a great Thanksgiving. You have a great Thanksgiving too at the Puck Therapy household. I love this note. I love what he said. Because this is something I, I may have mentioned it in yesterday's episode. I'm not quite sure. But I know I mentioned it on the Flyers game broadcast on Monday night against Calgary. You have to get to that point where we can hit the clock. We can go, okay, now you're on the clock. I mean, technically, they should be on the clock now. And they are on the clock now. Sports are about winning. But here's the deal. There has to be a timeline. Torch is coming in in year one. He's making these assessments, figuring out who's going to be here, who's not going to be here. Then based on those answers that he gets, it's, okay, the guys that aren't going to be here, how are, how are they not going to be here? Are they going to be traded? Are they going to be—what how? What happens there? Then you have the part of the equation of, okay, now we know what we have. What do we need? And, okay, well, we have a hole here. We need to plug that. We need to plug that. We need to plug that. Here's how we do that in free agency or trade. And then, obviously— a big part of that is the draft, too. But there has to be a timeline. There's always a timeline. Like I think we're understanding as sports fans that a team is going to have a cycle that they go through, uh, an era. And it's going to arc. And you're going to start low. And you're going to work your way up. And hopefully you work it all the way to the top, to a cup final and, and a parade. But you have an arc for a team. And there's a timeline, and it takes time. Sometimes, you know, you get into the playoffs, you get knocked out in the first round. The next year, you win two rounds, you go to a conference final. The next year, you take this arc. And all the Torts teams have done that. Year one hasn't made the playoffs. Year two made the playoffs, and in every city he's been in, with the exception of Vancouver where he was for one year, they went to the playoffs a minimum of four straight years and arced. Tampa, he arced all the way to a cup championship in 2004. Then – In New York, he arced his way all the way to a conference final. In Columbus, he arced his way to a second round a couple of times. So that's what we got to find out. When do we start that clock? When do we start the arc? I'm hoping that at some point this season, towards the end, we're going, okay, we're seeing some pieces. We're having some optimism. We know these guys are good. We know these guys are going to be here. We know these guys are part of the solution. Then, in the offseason, that gets supplemented through the draft, through free agency and trades. We need to see those things happen to start feeling good that we're arcing in the right direction. The one team I remember arcing, speaking of which, which is a weird word to say, is the Phillies back in 2006, then 2007. And they arced, they got into the playoffs. And then, eventually, obviously, in 2008, they won it. 2009, they went back to a World Series final. And we know about that run from 07 to 11. That team arced in that direction. It was built through the draft. Homegrown talent with guys like Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley and Ryan Howard, Cole Hamels. Supplemented with guys like Brad Lidge and, you know, Carlos Ruiz and Jason Wirth and Shane Victorino and all the different pieces that they had. That's how that was built. We need to see that arc. All right, everybody, thanks for the uh, great notes. Again, you can email me at jason.mertitas at gmail.com. You can DM me on Twitter at Jason Mert, or just simply tweet me as well. And uh, I love getting your responses. We have a ton more to get to, and we will. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have a Thanksgiving episode. And on Friday's episode, the Flyers head coach, John Tortorella, will be our guest here on Flyers Daily. Can't wait for that conversation. So, everybody, have a great Wednesday. Enjoy your hockey tonight, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Thanksgiving right here on Flyers Daily.